Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's the Bachelor edition of 50 Shades of K. I'm your host, Elizabeth K. This is a lifestyle podcast. We talk about all different kinds of things from Botox to parenting to your sex lives to reality TV like The Bachelor. And my friend Emily is here with her good friend Katie. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having us. Thanks for being here because they are in a Bachelor fantasy league. Emily, you're the commissioner of the league. And in this podcast, we're going to talk about this week's episode. We're going to talk about about our opinions of Ari, what we think about Becca M, or as I call her, Rizzo from Greece, and the age difference between her and Ari. We're going to talk about Crystal, and we're going to talk about who you two think is going to win in the end. But first, Emily, mm-hmm. as a commissioner of the Bachelor Fantasy League, how did this all get started? Well, it's pretty interesting. We were just talking about this on the way in. Um, a few years ago, right before Ben's season, we had kind of some, just some crummy stuff going on in our family. And so we just wanted to do something silly that we could laugh about every week, despite people living in different states. And at that time, ABC had just sort of teased this concept of a Bachelor League. So we said, why not? Let's go for it. And we sure. convinced everyone in the family to do it, even the guys. Not everybody watches the show, but they do the league mostly because of peer pressure, but also for the weekly email and humor behind it all. Now, what is some of the humor? You're saying just what you watch on the show? Or are you saying more as a commissioner? Are you kind of sending out funny things? So I do a weekly commentary email, which is my interpretation of what happened on the show. <laughs> um, several people in the league say that they participate just for the weekly email because it's taking the, the comedy aspects of the show, bringing them to light, and making fun of the decisions of whomever the Bachelor Yeah, there's made. always some Something to make fun of when it comes to The Bachelor. Now, Katie, have you been in it since the beginning? Not the very beginning. I think I joined the second season. Okay. Um, so I jumped right on board, and I hadn't watched it too much before then, but it can really pull you in and uh, keep you. Oh, it you. does. <laughs> well, and when it comes to The Bachelor, people can relate to this show as goofy as it is because we've all been in love or wanted to be in love. We've all perhaps been dumped or we've dumped someone else or maybe we've planned a wedding or maybe we know a friend that's getting engaged or we kind of can relate to all different aspects of what this show brings to the table. And it's the ultimate mind gap. Are they going to fall in love? Yes or no. So let's talk about Ari. Katie, (laughs) let's go to you first. What do you think about Ari? At first, I really liked him. No, wait. When you say at first, do you mean Emily's season? Because I loved him in Emily's season, but I have a different viewpoint of him right now. I didn't see all of her season. Okay, you're saying now as The Bachelor you liked him. Yeah, just like when it opened up, I thought he was going to be good. But the more it went on, he was kind of boring. There doesn't seem to be much like behind him. Personality? Yeah, not really (laughs) a lot of depth in the personality, I find. Um, Nice guy nonetheless, but he's always talking about how he sees his parents every other day. And he hangs out with them all the time. 
Yet he lives in Scottsdale, Arizona, and he has money and he's good looking. He can't get a date. It's like, well, what the heck? Is there anything else going on there besides race car driving? Emily, what do you think? The same. I think when they started the season, they pitched him as a really, really nice guy. And when we so with our league, you you watch the first episode, you fill out your bracket for the whole season. So it's kind of like March Madness. So you're predicting all the way to the end. And everybody picked, you know, smart, intelligent girls. Typically, Annalise and um, Lauren S. And you're really just watching him make decisions based on who kisses the best, which is like <laughs> absurd. Yeah, well, that, that's kind of what the show is. And Ari is known for being the you know romantic type. And what I have found between him and Nick V, if we're going to go back to the last season, mm-hmm. I loved Nick V when he was a contestant on The Bachelorette. And I loved Ari when he was a contestant on The Bachelorette. But I soon realized when they became the lead what I liked about them were was aspects of, you know, their little conversations. I thought they looked great making out on camera. But now as the lead, you realize there's not a whole lot going on there with personality that you didn't realize when they took a back seat to The Bachelorette. Yeah, that's a they, good point. Because right? they were the co-stars. So Becca M. last night, Rizzo from Greece, she revealed... That she's 22, Ari's 36, 14-year age difference. Do you think he should have kept her, Emily, or do you think he should have let her go? Because he did keep her. Well, to me, it was interesting the way that they resolved that conflict was essentially by making out. So that's one approach. Um, (laughs) You know what? That solves all life's problems. Let's just make out. But think about where you were at when you were 22. Like, realistically, you're just out of college. You don't necessarily know where you're headed in life. I still didn't even know what drink to order correctly at a a bar. I was more or less just give me a beer. Precisely. And that's pretty much what he said. Like, I want you to go live your life. But again, then they just resolved it by making out. So I really don't see this panning out well, but I think she's going to put up a fight to stay. And she's very interesting because she's mature. She has good perspective on things, but I feel like she's too smart for him. Mm -hmm. Age difference aside, I think she's just too smart. She has a little bit more going on upstairs than perhaps Ari does. Now, Katie, what about you? Do you think he should have sent her home? Um, I don't think he was going to, like, right on the spot like that, because he likes her too much. Well, there's chemistry there. Right. I don't think he's going to ultimately keep her, but even though it was a shock... There's too much chemistry, I think, for her him to let her go right away. But you think eventually she'll be gone? Oh yeah, I yeah. Feel show like a hands. No way. Show a hands in the oh, room. Yeah. I yes, yes, I agree. We all can agree that she'll she'll be there for a little while and he'll have a fun time with her. But then eventually, if he's really looking for marriage at the end of all this, I think too she's going to be gone. Now we had a discussion on the air this morning about Crystal. Crystal is sort of the villain. She's the one right now that's becoming really paranoid. Every reality show, somebody mm-hmm. gets super paranoid and just gets kind of weirded out because they're out of their comfort zone and they're portraying her as that. But her voice, her voice is driving people nuts and she can't mm-hmm. necessarily help her voice. So I don't want to make fun of that, but she turns it on and off at times. This valley girl, baby talk, whining voice. Do you guys think it's an act or do you think that she's really sounding like this? Katie, what do you think? I think she can milk it for all that it's worth. Like she... Is she trying to yeah. sound horny or something? I don't like, know. <laughs> she definitely turns it on more than she needs to. Yeah. Like, she exaggerates it more than her normal voice. Well, and she adds an extra syllable. Like, the word high is hiya. That's right, high that's is not a two syllable word. Natural. Commissioner Emily, what do you think? I do think it's an act. However, I always try to empathize with a person that they portray as a villain because I think there's some mixed characterization going on. But then when she says things like, 
everything I'm going to say is going to be perfect and people view me as flawless, it's getting harder and harder to... To root for her? Yeah. And it's not that I'm rooting for her. I'm just trying not to get on the boat of like the snippets that you're seeing is everything that she is. But for the producers trying to put out an entertaining show, like we said earlier, with such little personality from Ari, they need to try to find drama anywhere they can. And they're getting they're getting something from Crystal Mm -hmm. and this age difference with Becca M. That's kind of where they're at. Now, you said in your league, Emily, most people said Annalise and Lauren S., yes. who are both gone, that was their pick. Is there anybody that's front runner right now that you see? Well, this is a, a a weird season, and I think maybe some of it is the lack of depth behind Ari, right? Normally, when people watch the first episode, they fill out their whole bracket for the season. There's some consistency. This season, it was really across the board in terms of trying to project what this guy was going to do. But I would say the other people that people like are Tia Becca from Minnesota. Tia is Team Wiener. That's what we call her because she's from Wiener, Arkansas. (laughs) Yes. And we've got some Jacqueline fans, too. That was kind of the other top pick. Now, is the girl whose grandpa passed away, is she going to come back? I had a tough time figuring out how to score that. So every week I have to go and score. <laughs> Good what point. They because she she wasn't eliminated. She wasn't eliminated and they didn't address it. So I scored her as eliminated because I don't think she's coming back. But if she does, I have to rescore. So we'll see. And now, Katie, who are you rooting for? I originally put Jacqueline, but she hasn't talked for the first like four or five episodes, so I'm not sure what's going on. Jacqueline, where are you? <laughs> right, I haven't seen her in anything, um, so I'm still rooting for her, but I do like Becca from Minnesota. She's a top runner, yes, for sure. Yes, I think she's a top runner, and Tia. Now, normally, I go onto the spoiler websites, and I read the spoilers every year, because here at work... I go to bed really early and I can't catch up every episode, but I want to know what necessarily to talk about the next day on the air. I haven't done it because I want to keep talking to you two during the season and maybe do another podcast. And I know you have a rule, Emily, as the commissioner, no spoilers. Absolutely. So we will not let anyone in the league that does any type of pre-research or spoilers. And I'm so serious about this that as a commissioner, I have to fill out my bracket first before I accept anybody else's because I don't want to be swayed by other people's opinions. So we're very serious yes. about <laughs> about playing it fair and not doing any spoiler research. Um, but it's fun. And it's just a comedic break for the week. And yeah. In addition to like filling out the whole bracket, I added bonus questions in year two just to give people like what do you mean so if people make like maybe a bad pick right away it was hard for them to climb up the ranks so i create bonus questions that are five piece uh, five points each so one of them was uh becca's age isn't initially revealed what do you think her true age is who gets the first one-on-one who's going to meet the parents first which crystal went and met the parents right away her first one-on-one date holy cow ari that's really putting the cart in front of the horse right there yeah That was a big move. That was a big move. Yeah, that was really bold. Now, do you think he's going to actually find love in this season? Do you think there's potential there? Emily? I mean, I always hope that they do. I mean, that's the the point of the show. I'm not... Typically, I've got like somebody I'm really rooting for, and I don't have like a pack leader in this crew. So it's hard for me to project who he's going to end up with. But whoever it is, I hope that they're mature and a good fit for him. Because in the end, we want to see him be happy. Yeah. Katie, what about you? I hope he does, but I don't think some of the girls are a right fit for him. Tia and him have some like similar background where maybe. But again, I think she's too, I think she's too quick. I think she's too quick for him. 
That's the what I'm feeling. And I didn't mean right. to cut you off, but I, I like Tia too, but I just don't know if I see Tia and Ari together. That's my only thought. Do you have any people that you're rooting for to maybe be the bachelorette that you like that if she doesn't get picked in the end? I'm oh. less like tied to a bachelorette, but I am fingers crossed till the end of time that they bring Peter back. Like I was Peter. on I was on the team that was super crushed. You were crushed. And everyone else was crushed. Peter Krause, if you can't remember, was on The Bachelorette season with Rachel. He's from Wisconsin. I'm with you. That Peter, I thought, was a really good guy. Did I tell you I bumped into him at a Bucks game? Did you see that picture on Facebook no, or no. see what happened? So I was at a Bucks game. This was this past season. And I'm down in the Pottawatomie area. And my friend Courtney looks over and she says, that's Peter from The Bachelorette. Turn around. Sure enough. And he is... Pretty good looking in person, let me tell you. And we were nervous to go up and talk to this guy. So we went up and talked to him, and he was really, really nice. We took a picture, and then I tweeted the picture out later, and I said, hey, remember Peter Krause? He retweeted it and made a joke and said, remember, it's not like I'm dead, ha ha ha, lol. <laughs> and the Peter Krause fans came after me on social oh, media. No, no. Like, how dare I oh, no. think people wouldn't remember Peter, which I actually just introduced him here in this podcast by saying, hey, remember Peter? But he wasn't like the biggest celebrity to come out of the series. So I just thought maybe people don't know who he is. Yeah. But you're a big fan. Big fan. And I just did not understand like the slack he got at the end of the season for not being ready to be married. Okay, let's talk about this. You've had five total dates yeah. with somebody and you're expected to propose. Like He was realist, being very real, very real on a reality show. Yeah. And the other person to go back to your original question, I'm always going to be on a team Daniel M. Like anybody from Wisconsin, I'm going to be like rooting for them. What season was he on? Daniel M. was on Nick's and she's from Germantown. Danielle. She, I thought you yes. said Daniel. Danielle. No. Yes. She yes, was yes. the nurse from Germantown. Blonde hair. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. So if they bring either of those back, I'm a happy camper. Yep. Go Wisconsin. Katie, what about you? I can see Caroline coming back. I thought she had a pretty strong personality yeah. and could could do that. I'm rooting for maybe the Yale graduate to come back. Or maybe Tia if she doesn't get in the end. Oh, I think yeah. I think Tia is really, really funny. I mean, she was the one that made the comment last night, if Crystal gets a rose, someone's gonna speed bag her face. I mean, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny television. That was a funny line. Okay, one final question for you two before we wrap this up. If you could be on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, which would you pick? Katie? Oh, that's tough. Probably The Bachelorette. You'd want to be able to pick among all yeah. the men. Less drama, I think. Well, I don't know sometimes. Well. These guys, <laughs> whoosh, they get pretty dramatic sometimes. Emily, what about you? Definitely the same. When I watch The Bachelor, I'm just not the personality that's going to compete for attention in an uh, overbearing or dramatic way. So let's shift the power back my way and I'll be a little bit more comfortable. Well, and then when you're The Bachelorette, you get a stylist. They give you a wardrobe. You're in the mansion. You can kind of pick and choose the dates. That definitely Mm -hmm. has way more perks than being one of the contestants because I can see how it's intimidating. I mean, all these women that they pick are successful in their own way and they're type A personalities and they're beautiful. And that can be hard to have to compete with all of that. That would be hard. I agree with you. Well, thank you so much, Commissioner Emily, Katie, Bachelor Fantasy League. We'll do another one of these, maybe near the finale, somewhere around there. We'll bring you ladies back and talk more about The Bachelor. Thanks, ladies. If you enjoyed this podcast and you want to hear more, make sure to subscribe so you can be updated when there's a new episode. So to subscribe to this podcast on your smartphone, 
Open your podcast app or use your Google Play app. In the search box, type in 50 Shades of K. Now the 50 is spelled out, so it's five zero Shades of K. Once a podcast comes up, click on it and then hit the subscribe button. And as always, if you have any comments or suggestions for this podcast, feel free to email me at elizabethkradio at gmail.com. That's elizabethkayradio at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.